Slingbox, Cord Cutting Alternatives, and other social networks. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com slash newsletter and stay up to date. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices panel takes a look at the fact that Slingbox has shut down and what it means for cord cutters and what some alternatives might be for cord cutters. And speaking of alternatives, we take a look at some of the other social networks that you might consider if you decide to leave Twitter. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Next story. Uh, I'm going to put this in the chat room. And I'm going to ask uh, Webb to talk about this because he brought this one to the table um, as a Sling user. And this is about uh, the Sling box shutting down. Webb? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, Just real quick. I don't know if it's an in-depth story, um, but when we can talk about it. The Sling box was, I always described it at cocktail parties. It's a box about the size of a carton of cigarettes. You plug your cable TV in one side, you plug your internet connection in the other, and then wherever you are using your computer here, uh, you can tie into your cable box. Um, And that happened to me one time uh, uh, 12 years ago, I guess, when my wife and I got married. And we were in, um, just say, the other side of the planet. And we were able to tie in and watch the local TV here in Kansas City while we were and the South Pacific. So, um, but anyway, uh, they announced a couple of years ago that uh, um, the the servers are, are um, that that the Slingbox runs to. They're shutting them down. I think at either midnight tonight or midnight tomorrow night. It all depends wow. on how they how they cut uh, where November 9th is. So, so the Slingbox is over. Um, it was nice. I really liked it. Um, but uh, and I think that there's some technology that they put that they designed for that that's uh, been sold or licensed, and other people are using it as far as streaming video goes. Um, so sorry to see it go. Um, uh, it, it was it was nice while it lasted. Farewell, Slingbox. So end of an era. That's, yeah, that was one of the first real divorcing television programming from television sets. That was like one of the first companies, devices, services that would allow you to do that. Like this is all stuff that's record that's coming from my cable and I'm watching it even though I don't happen to be home. Yeah. Now, now the, the if I'm out of, out of town for something, I can still watch my, my local news shows if I want through the streaming side. They All the TV <laughs> stations stream for it. Now, um, <laughs> not when they started. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I guess one of the things that I'm really disappointed in is, uh, uh, you know, the other thing that I could do was that I could tie into uh, the DVR built in my cable box and mm-hmm. I could watch something that I had recorded. Um, so that functionality goes away. I also happen to be a subscriber to uh, YouTube TV, um, which is nice. Um, um, I used to have a direct TV subscription, a satellite dish on the roof of my building, and I got tired of all the carriage agreements and disagreements they got with direct TV. So um, I would go to uh, now when I go out of town and I want, want to see something, I'll pop up uh, YouTube TV, but because of the carriage agreements, I have to watch the, the local 
NBC affiliate. I can't watch right. the one back home, which is disappointing. I understand the licensing thing, but uh, I think they're missing missing out on a concept here. But anyway, yeah. that's it. Webb, go back for just a second, because I want to make sure I understood that, that you said that you still have some of the capabilities through their website. Is that what I heard you say? <clears throat> no, no, they're they're killing okay. all their servers. And um, okay. like I said, it, it, the, the, the sling box um, is going to be bricked. Is the best way to describe it. So right. yeah. that's what I it thought. Is, but I it is no more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are are there any options out there that anybody has um, that that any any of us know about that would have similar functionality, short of subscribing to something like YouTube TV um, or you know any of those services? I liked it out too because it's uh, I've been shopping around for it since I switched internet providers and um, well didn't switch yet but uh, but there's it doesn't seem like there's a lot out there that you can really, you know, yeah. switch very easily. Isn't that a it, licensing issue? I think it can so. Be. I think it the, is. It depends on the part you're looking for. So if it's, I want live TV, uh, you know, like I want live local news. Um, and I want first, to push it to wherever, I, wherever I'm going. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. The first thing to do is look for, um, because I've helped a couple of people do this, like figure out recently if, if they could cancel cable or if they could, you know, reduce the amount that they had or, you know, watch it someplace else. Um, the, the first thing is to figure out what it is you're trying to watch. And if it's local news, like two different, I know, I know at least two, but I think at least three of the local stations here in Portland have an iOS app or a portion of their website where you yeah, can load up the do. website and see the live, like the live local stuff. You can't watch, primetime programming from the NBC affiliate, but like in the morning when they do the morning news and it's the local news anchors and the local weather guy and the person right. they send out to do the little remote video stuff, like you can watch that on the website all the time. And, and, you know, some have an app, some have um, like a Roku channel or an Apple TV channel. There's at least a couple I know that mm -hmm. if you go search the, the four letters for the station that you're looking for in many app stores and things, um, there's those and a lot of them can, stream on YouTube too. Yeah. And you, so, right. uh, there's a fair number of them. You can get, you can get that way with varying levels of payment. Some are no payment. Some are part of YouTube TV. Um, and then if what you want is just like, I want to, I want to access everything I have on my DVR, you know, be it TiVo or, or something from the cable company. Um, a lot of them have that cloud component now, like the Comcast one, a thing I keep meaning to talk about here yeah. is like a fully functioning DVR within the app that you can install on your Apple TV. If you are so inclined, that totally works. I, um, I just used it when I was traveling. So yeah, yeah. it works great. Yeah. Um, the the other thing is set it up ahead, to record and all, well, you can set it up to record and all of that too. And if, you know, if really what you want is like, there's like three, uh, there's three shows I like to watch, you know, that's a very different endeavor. You know, if, if it's not the local part or the live part necessarily that you care about, there are different solutions for that. So, um, yeah, that part is interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the only thing that I miss is, uh, uh, being a Kansas City Chiefs fan, go figure, go Patrick Mahomes. Um, but, uh, when I'm out of town, I might not be in a market that's showing the game that I want to watch, right? Uh, the football right. game. So, you know, that, that's kind of another thing, but it's still a different slice of the same issue. So 
At least you got Sports. lucky this this week because uh, they were on Sunday night. So I was it, it was interesting to see how that worked because I did you know, sitting in my room. I was watching the game, the Kansas City Chiefs game. It was a Monday night, uh, Sunday night uh, on uh, on NBC. Um, how you know I I go to the guide and, and it brings up my local channel in Chicago and I click it and then okay it works. I'm able to watch the game because I think they allow for the national coverage to be able to watch it through that through yeah. that app. But then when all the breaks came on, it was all the uh, all the Las Vegas advertising of course all the the political garbage that was for all the yeah uh, all, all the candidates so so and even when i i and I, I wanted to see afterwards i i after the game ended it, it went right to their local news on on las vegas so so they do have some interesting ways of doing it so i did, I did put a link in our, our our private chat here about the uh, a site called news on which is an app that they if you really want to watch a lot of local uh, stations they have a quite a catalog of of local stations around the country um that if, mm-hmm. if, and i wouldn't be surprised if kansas city and i don't they are a few, a few chicago and a lot of the other ones around the country are, are in there you can watch so for those who want to um want to watch local news sometimes it's interesting to see what what they cover in other other parts of the country yeah um web uh, patrick who Mahomes. Mahomes. Oh, the quarterback oh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. I know, I know. I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clue. So it's just, I'm disappointed that you didn't jump me. Hey, um, Jeff has to uh, to cut out. He's going to go talk to our friends at the Mac and Tech user group in a few minutes. So, Jeff, thanks for being here, uh, even if it's for only part of the show. And thank you so much for the the information on the Pantone and all. Um, I'm sure. really glad you were here to clear that very, up. Very enlightening. And, you know, at some point, if you want to talk about the brain damage that uh, dropping PostScript for open type only support in Adobe's apps has been, we can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's a little scary, but but I, I'll put it on the list. I'll put it on the list. Um, before you go, where can folks find you when you're not here explaining Pantone and color matching to the rest of us? Um, Twitter, as long as it's still here, uh, Instagram, and, uh, I guess now I should roll in mastodon.social. I'm Jay Gamut yes, on, on, uh, basically everything, uh, youtube.com slash Jay Gamut. Um, here with you most Tuesdays with Dave on most Thursdays for in touch with iOS, the big show on Thursdays, the Mac show on Fridays, and then the context machine. I'm kind of like busy. Uh, I guess, online. And uh, Kelly, since you weren't here right at the beginning, you missed my uh, my new uh, iPhone uh, camera mount for my computer. I'm going to be showing it off tonight uh, when I when I demo continuity camera for the Mac and tech user group. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I totally built my own. Hashtag branding. Okay. Yep. I love it. I love it. Hey, thanks so much, Jeff. Tell the uh, folks at Mac and Tech we said hello. Please. I will do that. And it's been so much fun hanging out with all of you. And now go hang out with the user group. So see you later. Take care. (laughs) Chat room is still debating. Um, There was a service. uh, Brian, and I think it was out of New York. That it was. was. I want to say it was called Sphero. And I know it's not Sphero, but it was like like a name like that. Yeah, it was something we know because it wasn't I was like, cast. Yeah, but um, but I remember it because I remember being very invested in its success because I really want to stop paying Comcast, yeah. and I cannot yeah, remember both. what it what it's what it was called. But it was, I want to say it started with an S, and it was like Spherio, Spherio, something 
like it. And I just remember like talking to them very much on various social media channels and going, please let me have this. Please come to yeah. Oregon. Please, please, please. And yeah, um, yeah, I think somebody found out they were doing something good for customers and put the skids to it. I think Brett has it. Uh, it's Aero, A-E-R-E-O or Aero, something like that. Aero. Yes. I think, yes, I think you're right. Brett, yep, you that, win. That's it. People's ovation and glory forever. Tonight, it is all yours. And um, that, that might be gone see. too. Oh, I think that is gone. Oh, yeah. That, they, gone. that was before I'm, low cast. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, it was definitely pre low cast. Yeah. And Fubo, I think I pronounced that right. F U B O T V. That's, that's wrong. That, that's Fubo's a going concern. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's but actually very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's not quite, it's sort of the same, but not exactly quite. So, yeah. Well, Check it doesn't it have it. It's not necessarily the recording piece of it, but Fubo as a service, um, depending where you live and what you want, um, is a good sports option if you don't yeah. if you don't oh, yeah. have one for, a lot of sports. for what you want because my dad <clears throat> we talked about it before my dad is the person who's looking to do um, to have live sports but not a cable subscription and uh, with Fubo he's able to get um, Root Sports Northwest which has both the Blazers and the Mariners which is what he wants and then if he wants to watch the Seahawks as an option he has that too cool. So um, for people playing topic. along at home, that's 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 NBA basketball and that's NFL, NFL. football and then also a baseball team. Um, all three, all three of the ones that we have here right now um, in the upper left. Those are the three that my dad wants to watch. And uh, Fubo is the way that that he's probably going to be able to get a hold of all three of them easily. Yes, he could go get the individual thing for each of those to watch those games. But this, if he uses this, it gives him the opportunity to watch some of the other games as well. So he can see, you know, he can see some of the other baseball games or some of the other football games and see who some of the, you know, some of the competition and and watch general live sport. So, yeah. Um, Next story. And the, the link I have, I just realized I want to throw it in anyway, for those of you who are New York times subscribers, it's probably, um, but it is it is behind a paywall. But it's not going to be a big surprise to you um, that the next topic has to do with Twitter um, and everything. And Eric brought this in, um, so I'm kind of curious to see, you know, Eric, what your thoughts are, um, because the big story here. I mean, there are a couple of stories going on. First of all, all the conflicting things, decisions, and things are coming out of Twitter. But more importantly, is the at least I think, is the people that are uh, doing just what Jeff did. They're maybe not necessarily leaving Twitter, but they are opening accounts and other social media platforms. Eric, and I think if I remember correctly, you are already on Mastodon before this big exit occurred? Kind of. I mean, I've sort of been kind of playing around with it. I'm not totally comfortable with it. Um, You know, it's taken sort of a, a while to get used to what I the parts I like and the parts that I don't you know it's (laughs) it's it's a mistake to think that it's just another uh Twitter because it's totally different um there are parts of it that are kind of what I really wish Twitter was but um you know the 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 nice thing with Twitter is you've got all the people gazillions of people all over the planet all talking about whatever it is that occurs to them at any second of the day. 
the as soon as you hit Mastodon, it's a lot more. It's kind of like having a bunch of different communities. It's like it's like moving into a new community you've never been in before, and and with different neighbors and kind of getting to meet them. Um, in some of the places, someone trots out with dessert and says, "Hey, try this." And oh, you should go meet this person and this other person. And other spots, you know, everyone's really occupied with something you have absolutely no interest in. Um, it took me a little while to realize that you don't want to jump in and just follow a whole pile of people. There's sort of different strategies to get similar information. You also don't need to sign up for piles of different accounts on different servers. Just pick one, and then you slowly can kind of bring everything to you. Um, keywords are a lot more important. Uh, liking something doesn't really do much other than let somebody know you liked it. If you kind of re, re, um, resend it, retransmit, whatever, share, share, share an item that has an effect. Um, so it's sort of a different kind of a different way of thinking about things. Uh, it it took me a long time to figure out how to send somebody a link to kind of get them to the right spot. Uh, what And, and a, kind of a nice strategy I've seen is people adding links to Mastodon from Twitter. So you hang on to a Twitter presence, you still kind of are there, you can still check in and get some of the benefits. But then you go back home to your local community to have chats and discussions. It's kind of like going out to a local bar or a local community building or a book club or whatever. And the discussions are a little bit more on topic, a little quieter, a little more contained with fewer random people just dropping in to yell at you for no apparently good reason. Um, there have been huge changes just because of the sheer number of people all of a sudden showing up in like one or two weeks, which mean that, you know, responsiveness on the servers have been a little bit slow. Um, uh, you know, new, new users kind of being dumped into the deep end and, and trying to figure out what the heck is going on. There's a lot of that, but that also means that, you know, many people are in the same boat. So it's kind of a, nice time to experiment uh as long as you don't get frustrated kind of while things work out um uh let's see the comments i've seen a lot of over the last few days have been you know finding a smaller server with fewer people on it so it's a little bit more responsive uh different servers have different capabilities some of them uh you know they they kind of got the baseline capabilities of you can you can post and you can share and you can find stuff from other servers and reshare that uh but uh some servers have additional capabilities you know uh, a little bit easier to quote something somebody else said and add to it or um you know maybe a couple of features that you might have thought you wanted still from twitter um I can't think of a good example right now, but there are some subtle differences. Uh, there also are a bunch of different apps. So if you want to try and get an app for the phone, 
there's kind of the Mastodon ba- baseline one, but then there are a bunch of third-party ones. Um, I'm still kind of getting used to it. It's early for me, even though I've been there for months. I'm by no means an expert, but I have enjoyed being there. So it's it's interesting how you talk through it a little bit because it's been one of my frustrations. I've been on Mastodon for quite a while. Um, haven't spent a lot of time exploring it just because you know there were other theoretically more popular options. But one of the frustrating things I found pretty much off the bat was, as you said, logging into different servers, they're all Mastodon servers. So you would kind of think that there would be some kind of uniformity and there really doesn't seem to be. And the 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 subscribing to somebody on server Q when I'm on server M gets weird. And so, you know, I I've I mean I I I hope that either they I hope they can make it a little more clear about how to go about some of this. I and if anybody out there knows of a really good Mastodon primer, I would love to, you know, give it some publicity because so far I haven't found one. Um so I it just it's really interesting. How many people here have a Mastodon account or are on Mastodon? Three of us. I got uh, my account in 2018. Okay. I don't even know when mine is. But David, you don't have one? I thought you were on. I thought I had one, uh, but uh, I can't seem to find the password. And when I put my email in, it doesn't uh, <laughs> come well, back. So. Um, we were talking about this pre-show because I'm having sort of the same problem. I'm logged in on through Safari into the service, okay? But when I go to a, a completely separate page and try to log in, it doesn't take my password. It's not sending me a password reset. Um, so I'm, and I think Eric's advice was just hang on for a little while because they may be inundated. So I'm not gonna you know, panic yet, but I mean, that theoretically means I could lose my account if I can't reset the password to something that I know what it is, mm-hmm. even though I have, there's absolutely no reason it should not be the same because I've Safari logs me in automatically. So figure it out. You lost me at in another area. I try to sign in again and I won't be the only person that's like, Nope, Nope. What do you mean? Nope. You go to a different area, a different server and you're logging in again. Even if it saved my credentials. No, no. Well, is is that really what what's happening? Yes and no, because there's there's a couple of things that are fundamentally different about Macedon versus Twitter. And one of them is um, Twitter is one platform like Facebook. Like, you know, let's go back to our, our earlier topic of TV. Everybody's watching the same channel. We all have one channel. That's Twitter. We're all watching one channel. Whatever show is on, that's what we're watching. Can't record it for later. Nothing like <clears throat> this is what's happening. It's this channel right here right now. That's what you get. And Mastodon makes it so that anyone can start their own channel. And I could watch this one or this one or this one or this one. And maybe the one I want to watch is the one about astronauts. Maybe the one I want to watch is the one about um, Deadpool, whatever. Um, you can uh, you can choose you can pick and choose. And part of that, part of the reason that you want to pick one that may not be one of the the great big ones is because then there are certain like you can sort of take a peek around the server that you're on 
And so like there's one that's specifically for for people who are journalists. There's one that's specifically for um, bots. Like if you want to follow Twitter bots, uh, there's one that's specifically for uh, different sorts of things. And so if you like that, it's a lot like what hashtags sort of did on Twitter where, you know, um, book Twitter's all mad about a thing. Film Twitter's all mad about a thing. You would hear phrases like this, like librarian Twitter, which is actually a thing, um, is all worked up about something, <clears throat> which is also a thing that happens. And those are like, <clears throat> like that can be its own server. So like, I'm a librarian and I want to go find other librarians. I can, I can do that. Um, it just sort of helps get, I know it sounds like a really weird hurdle, but it does help get started to start with, um, not that any of us, and I can say this to you, Brittany, not that any of us would have the attention span or the patience to do it, but if there were to be a neurotypical, a neurodiversity server, there could be one, you know, and it could be mastodon.squirrels and like we could all go there and hang out and, you know, if we could find anybody that, that, that... <laughs> had an extra stash of extended release Adderall so that they could maintain the server, we'd be set. But like that's one of the things that makes it nice. And like on the one hand, go to Twitter and push the, yes, here's my phone number. And now I have a Twitter account and now I can go help burn things down, you know, um, which is most of what is happening on Twitter now. Anyway, like the barrier of entry to Twitter is very, very low because again, everyone's watching the same channel. And that's the part that may, that sort of makes Twitter frustrating. And also because then it's also not like there's no moderation on any of that. So most servers that are out there for Mastodon have at least one moderator. And if every server, if it stands to reason that every server has at least one moderator, even if that person was pressed into service and doesn't want to do it, that's still way more people than are doing moderation at Twitter. So there's for conversations also, anyway. Right. So, so Kelly, are you, are you saying that that in your example, I think you called them channels, yeah. are like groups in Facebook? Is that sort, sort of like of. sort of okay. sort of? Um, a better example would be Slack. Like, there is a Mac voice of Slack, and there is a and let's say there's an in touch with iOS Slack, and let's say there's an ADHD Slack, and there's a a print shop in the basement slack for for web and his posse then like everybody's using slack slack works the same for all of us we all get the same slack experience in that here's the app here's the thing on mobile it's different you know you just you gave the example of the worst program to log into in like the history of programs that have been successful you oh, I have Slack? a whole lot yes. of things to say about yeah. Slack that yeah. even in After Dark, Chuck would be like, that's some awfully strong language. But like, but using, I don't mean logging <laughs> in. I just like, like take the accounts creation piece out of it. Like there is a Mac Voices Slack. It has channels. It has direct messages. There, the way that you interact mm -hmm. with the Mac Voices Slack would be the same mechanisms that you would use. They would be different channels and different people, but you would use those same mechanisms on the neurodiversity Slack, on the print shop in the basement Slack, on the in touch with iOS Slack. It's a familiar experience. And now, and actually Slack is sort of a good example for this, probably one of the only things Slack has done, it would be serving well at doing, is you can invite people from other Slacks into your Slack and it's the same 
communication experience. There are channels, there are direct messages. You can at people. Everyone has a profile. All of that is a similar experience, regardless of which server it is that your account came from. That's that's like the 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 easiest way I can describe it. The the details of it get get sticky and can get boring and can get complicated. So Oprah's not going to be on Mastodon anytime soon. I feel pretty comfortable saying that. But <clears throat> one of the things that I've really appreciated about dusting off my account and going over there and checking it out is that it really, really reminds me of Twitter when it first started. Like 13, 12, like, I don't even remember how long ago it was, but like 15 years ago when I got on Twitter and was like, this might be fun. It's like text messaging with a bunch of people all at the same time. That was great. And that's one of the things that I appreciate about Macedon is that right now there's not a ton of people and the people that are there uh, like I mean, a lot of them are familiar, like all of the people that I really cared about missing if I were to leave Twitter entirely are all showing up on on Macedon and micro.blog and all those kinds of things. And and Chuck, I'm sure there's lots of opportunities for you to have people on to talk about this kind of stuff. But um, there are definitely alternatives out there. And it's one of those things where like there you may need to have a certain amount of knowledge, but that amount of knowledge is about this much. And I'm, and like most people, and I mean people, I don't mean like panelists or nerds or, you know, my personal people. I mean, like in the world of people with whom I have regular contact who ask me questions about things, virtually all of them, if there was something on Twitter that they appreciated or something on Facebook, even that they appreciated as far as like an interactivity level with a group of people, they would be able to do this because you don't have to know how to run a Mastodon server in order to have a, an account. Just like you don't have to be able to code a Twitter app in order to use Twitter. Right. Um, I just went on to try to create an account while you're all talking about this right now. And I got this message of, do you want to create it in this server or a different server? And I said, mm -hmm. uh, no. Right. <laughs> so sit down with like, I don't want to have to choose this first. I just and, and wanted to create an account. And this is the this is the part that I think is going to hurt Mastodon is yeah. it, it is can I mean say what you will about Twitter and say what you will even about Facebook at least you can kind of understand the basic operation without a lot of trouble I mean this feels a little bit more geek oriented and that's mm -hmm. not necessarily a bad thing it's just going to be hard for it to replace Twitter yeah and it's like, also I'm gonna going be... to join this as opposed to I'm going to join a particular group, a particular slack, a particular discord mm -hmm. um because I don't I didn't go over there to join a particular server by the way, if somebody wants to invite me to one that you think I would enjoy by all means because this nonsense of pick one I did not understand or want to engage with um it was just like a how much effort do I want to put into this thing I don't really want to be on in the first place. I guess yeah. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, Web, Web I, has some breaking news for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, 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 do. Um, I did, did <laughs> while we were here uh, and seeing, or yeah, CNBC reported that uh, Elon Musk just sold, uh, what was it, 19.5 million shares of Tesla. Um, 
to raise $3.95 billion. They also, <laughs> other places they've announced this, uh, his other equity partners include uh, uh, Binance, which is, if, if you know, you know, uh, Ron Barron's BAMCO, Andreessen Horowitz, we're, we all remember Mark Andreessen. Yeah. Um, Jack Dorsey is is part of the new ownership group. <laughs> and uh, uh, Prince oh, Alawi bin Talal, blah, 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 from Saudi Arabia. Um, so he, he does have a lot of uh, money behind him, too. But uh, I just thought it was interesting. He raised $4 billion tonight. So. Is it really a surprise, Webb? I mean, he didn't he didn't win the Powerball, so he had to do something. No. Well, yeah, and and that that it's not a surprise. And he said he was going to do it. We all knew that he was going to have to liquidate something. But uh, and then how how they do that is that when he makes a big move like that, he has to file what they call a Form D with the SEC, and says what he's doing, why he's doing it, and and uh, so uh, um, so the the stock market doesn't take a shock for it. So anyway, there there's your news headlines for you. Yeah, that's that's important stuff. This Mac Voices Live discussion continues as the panel talks more Mastodon, Micro.blog, and some other lesser-known alternatives. That's next time on Mac Voices. We'll see you then. I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.